0: Hello, I am Anif Matoke. I'm a second time international bestselling author and I'm a conscious entrepreneur. I help ambitious females partner with a high ticket offer, high impact, high irresistible offer that is good for the person, good for the people and good for the planet. I have a passion for conscious living and that is why I partnered with this high ticket offer to help so many families turn their homes into a lot of sanctuary. So my chapter on the miraculous book is called, I had a dream. Miracles happen to those who believe. If you believe in something with all you heart in mind, you bring it to life. Do you believe in magic and miracles? I can recall very vividly as a young girl at the age of five years, I developed a passion for planes. Every time I saw a plane or helicopter up in the skies, I stopped for a few seconds and admired how high they flew, and I thought, that is miraculous. I started having a big passion for flying and traveling, dreamt of how Europe, Australia, and the United States looks like. Then came the times of differences that my parents shared with me, which I found so fascinating. I dreamt about planes and angels flying in the sky. I spoke about it close to daily, and I believed that one day I will be on a plane. Then at one evening, there was an advertisement on the local TV station asking young kids what they would love to be when they grow up. Most of the kids were talking about being a doctor, lawyer, engineer. And when my parents turned to me and asked me the question, my answer was, I want to be a stewardess when I grow up and fly up in the skies, feel like an angel and watch planet Earth from above. My parents seemed disappointed with the answer as they expected me to say all these professions that are considered successful. Growing up in Kenya, East Africa, with the mother who was a teacher and the dad who was a sales and marketing agent, I had to have good grades in school. After high school, it was now time to pursue the next step in life. My parents had six kids. I was the second one and just after my high school, my parents did not have any funds to take me to university as they had spent close to their whole savings in sending my elder sister for her father's studies to the United Kingdom. And they also had four more kids to care for the best education till their high school. It was the year 1997 and the computers and internet were becoming the latest thing to any teenager. Every teenager was eager to learn computer skills. So, my parents organized some fans for me to learn the basic computer skills. Then the thought of being a stewardess caught up in my mind again, but I could not apply for any job as a stewardess as I was not 20 years old yet. So, I started thinking of modeling as a part-time career. It's amazing how the universe works when you start thinking about something. Thoughts become things. Our thoughts and considerations are the most powerful tools we've got. It's through our thoughts that we create our reality. As I was walking to the computer college, a lady stopped me and asked me if I would be interested in modeling. She told me she has a modeling school and gave me her business card. Later, when I got back home, I called her and she told me that it costs money to join. I was disappointed. Since I knew my parents would not spare money for a modeling school. Later, I got modeling jobs that did not require me to first go to a modeling school. I guess I just had the talent in for modeling. It was fun being a model and meeting other girls who were enjoying the modeling career and fashion world. But this was not challenging enough. I managed to get a job as a tele-sales communicator for a beverage company. When I finally turned 20, I could now apply for a job as a stewardess with Kenya Airways. Went for the interview, but they never got back to me. Then a year later, my younger sister saw an advertisement in the local newspaper that Emirates Airlines was coming to recruit in Kenya. She was so excited to share it with me. I dived onto this opportunity, typed my application letter, and sent it out the next day. I looked out the airline and saw what a prestigious and posh airline it was that had achieved so many international awards. After a few weeks, I got an invitation letter for the interview. The recruiters were flying from Dubai to Kenya to interview girls for a few weeks. I pounded on the invitation, looked through all that was required for the interview, and I was all set for that day. It was then I realized that life is a mere dream. Woke up early as I wanted to go to the salon to have my hair done, so I was well groomed. Arrived at the hotel where the interview was taking place, and there were so many girls that the hall was busting at the seams. It was time to all be seated and get to hear the instructions from the recruiters. The beautiful, blonde and bold recruiter warmly welcomed all of us and said, it's 70 of you today and by the end of the day, only a few of you will qualify for the final interview. Looking at all the beautiful girls who came for an opportunity of their lifetime, thoughts started flowing through my mind of who will make it. Then I told myself, "And if it's not meant to be, It's meant to be. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. The recruiters started with a short video about the airline, then checked our weight and height and recorded it. They also asked us to update our contact information. And at that time, my dad's house phone was not working. So I gave the neighbors contact information. Then we had to go to the hallway to interact with each other as we waited for them to update everyone's data. After about an hour, they called us back to the room and said, Ladies, it's time to let you know the 10 girls who will stay for the day for the psychromatic and English tests. And if you do not hear your name called, you could apply again after three months. This moment felt like a year to me. I had chills on my body. They called up names, but only nine. I did not hear my name. was so disappointed. took my handbag and went back home. As I was arriving home, the neighbor ran towards me and told me that there was a call from the hotel asking me to go back ASAP. I rose from disappointed seeing a light in the tunnel, went back to the hotel in a panic, and after I arrived, the recruiters were so sorry for having forgotten to call out my name. I did the psychometric and English test, and at the end of the day, only three of us qualified for the final interview. It was 4 p.m., I hadn't had lunch, and my first meal was at 5.30 a.m. in the morning. I was so hungry as a wolf, but super grateful that out of 70 girls on that day, only three, including myself, qualified for the final interview. As I walked to get the public transport to take me home, my hair danced excitedly in the wind. What a relief I had. I really enjoyed having dinner that day told the story of how the day went to my parents and they were so happy for me then my comment was but don't get too excited I still have the final interview in a week's time my dad's answer was my daughter it's yours already I remember my mom praying that evening like never before she thanked God for what a compliment, accomplishment I had so far before the final interview I went online and looked at how the Emirates airline crew looked like I wanted to visualize how it feels like to be an airline crew. I wanted to see their uniform, their grooming, and how they look like when going to work. I organized to have a sketch that was the same color with as the uniform for Emirates airline crew. I got a red lipstick like the ones I saw the girls wearing. I decided to go for the hairstyles that I saw online of how they hold their hairs when going to work. And something came across to my mind. I started asking myself, how does a stewardess talk? How do they stand? etc. to I chose confidence. I chose to showcase my capabilities on the final interview. I chose to know without a doubt that it was done. I felt it, I spoke it, and I believed that I was already a stewardess. Self-confidence is a superpower. Once you start to believe in yourself, the magic starts happening. The day came for the final interview. I woke up at 5 a.m., went to the salon that was opening at 6 a.m. to have my hair done, made sure I had that red lipstick, did my makeup, had my folder with my handbag, and off I headed to the hotel, feeling as confident as a great fish to the deep. I arrived at the hotel and warmly said hello to the recruiters and gave them a broad smile. They shared with us the practicals that they expected us to do and scenarios of situations that we needed to handle as a team. They clearly stated that they are looking for qualities of a leader, team player, good listener, and friendliness. Then the final part was a question, have you ever had to work under pressure and how did it feel like? Thank God for the telesales job that I did for a few months it exposed me to dealing with upset customers who did not get their deliveries on time. So I used this example of how I count upset customers and this impressed the recruiters. The final word was, we will get back to you via email if you get selected for the job. You will then be given few weeks to do your medicals and get ready to fly to Dubai. By then my confidence level was at its highest. I thanked them for the interview and finished off by saying, I look forward to seeing you in Dubai. The blonde girl gave me a warm smile. As I was eagerly waiting for the letter, one week after the interview, I got an accident at home. It was around 7 p.m. at night when I had to pick up the hot boiling water from the big pot, which we used as drinking water since my parents could not afford bottled water. As I was carrying the hot water and was just laying it down, it slid from my hands and dropped on my feet with a bang. Oh, the excruciating pain I had to endure. The night felt like it would never end. My parents first dropped me to the nearby clinic where I got fasted on the third degree bands, was given painkillers and an ointment to apply. We drove back home with the hope that the pain would reduce, but it kept increasing. By that time, my dad was worried. My mom was in tears and my younger sister who was one year younger than me, decided to take action. She looked at my wallet and found I had a health insurance that the beverage company gave me. She called for an ambulance and within 15 minutes, the ambulance arrived, but they only had space for one person to accompany me. Bless my younger sister's hat, Dr. Nancy Akeny-Tires, who is now a general practitioner. Since my mom was too emotional, she decided to accompany me to the hospital. As soon as I arrived, the doctor said I needed to be hospitalized for a few days until the the swelling reduces and i could walk again being in hospital was not something i loved and i never thought i would ever be admitted into a hospital they had to give me an injection as a strong painkiller so i could at least sleep my sister ended up sleeping on the chair beside my bed morning came the doctor visited and was astonished at how strong i was and the swelling was reducing by him mentioning that the swelling was reducing, I thought it was a ticket to now go home, but he asked me to stay for one more day in the hospital. Next day, I was allowed to, I was allowed to go home on the condition that I had to come day, back daily for checkups. I could barely walk. I had to be in a wheelchair that moved me to the car, and from the car, when I arrived home, I had to limp with pain to my bedroom. As I was lying on the bed, I was worried of what I would tell the airline if they would contact me while my feet had not healed. I was more worried about the scars I would have since the airline did not want to see any scars. But deep down, I consoled myself that it's on my feet and I could cover it with stockings when I heal. I prayed and believed that there will be a miracle. After about two weeks, I received a calling letter from the airline that I got offered the job and was expected to be in Dubai in three weeks. At that time, the swelling was completely gone and I still had fresh scars. I decided to call the lady who gave me the good news and explain to her the accident I got. She empathetically said, don't worry, we'll still take you with the scars. And if it's not healed by the time you'll be flying to Dubai, you can visit the Emirates Clinic for further treatment. I had tears of joy. I wanted to jump in happiness, but could not since my feet were not completely healed I was as happy as a clam. I started doing the preparations for that flight to Dubai that I knew would change my life. The moment came and it was time to pack my whole life into the suitcase and take the first flight in this lifetime as I had never been on a plane. My dream came true. As we were departing from Nairobi I admired the lights in the runway and experienced how miraculous it was to finally be on a plane. 15 years after that first dream. During the flight, I observed what the stewardesses were doing, how they did the service, their smiles and radiance. Then we arrived into Dubai, got picked up like a VIP. There was a lady waiting at the air bridge, lifting a paper with my name on it. She guided me through the customs and immigration. Now it was time to walk towards the pickup. Oh my God. That is when I realized I arrived into the desert world. It was so hot, I melted into my feet. I remember getting into the bus, which also had other girls who had arrived from different flights and were also joining the airline. The lady who picked us up introduced us to each other. She told us where the bus will be dropping us, what to expect when we get into our apartments, and that she'll be meeting us the next day. And of course, we had so many questions. Different girls from different countries with different accents. She had a strong English accent and at times she looked at us like we were speaking in some strong alien language. This was the beginning of my journey of seeing the world, learning about different cultures, meeting cosmopolitan friends, and the best part was the time we had at layovers in the biggest cities globally. Having breakfast in London, lunch in Paris and dinners in New York City, I felt like I was being paid for free holidays. I loved my job so much, gave it my all. And after a few years, I got promoted to lead the crew on international flights. I sacrificed a big portion of my income to help my parents educate my younger siblings who are now super successful in their careers. On my off days, I did distance learning courses, which made me feel fulfilled as I now could study what I didn't have a chance to when my parents could not have the fees for university. Getting a job with Emirates was a miracle. Healing from third degree bands was not only a miracle, but a wake up call and a great realization. that at times when something good is about to happen in our lives, obstacles may come up. And if you choose to give up, you might lose the great thing coming into your life. This was a wow and aha moment for me when I realized what it took to turn my dreams into a miracle. I chose courage where most fall into fear. I chose to have faith and strongly believe that the burn on my feet would heal. So here's my inspiration to you. Start believing in yourself. Start embracing opportunities with both hands and never give up. Remember, when life gives you a hundred reasons to break down and cry, show life that you have a million reasons to smile and laugh. Stay strong. After 10 years of flying, I moved to the usa with my significant other and now blessed with the family there are mountains yet to climb in my life and i would like to finish it up with a quote a miracle is nothing more or less than this anyone who has come to a knowledge of his or her true identity of one's oneness with the all-pervading wisdom and power this make it possible for laws higher than ordinary mind Knows of to be revealed to him or her. And this is from Ralph Waldo Trine. And this boils down to why I love what I'm doing today. Focusing on water. These products focus on water, which is one thing that is so neglected by many. Yet the human body is made up of over 70% water. Whilst water may appear the same, not all water is created equal. My passion for having high quality drinking water, which contributes to a healthy life, started when I got the burn on my feet at the age of 21. This brought me to the realization that there's definitely a solution to not boiling water to make it safe to drink and not drinking water from plastic bottles. There are medical grade ionizers that produce five types of water. The drinking water, which is 8.0 pH to 9.5 pH, is hydrogen-rich, electrolyzed, reduced water that reduce, helps to nourish and restore the body to a more alkaline, hydrated state. With over 60 users, the waters can be used to transform your home into a low-tox sanctuary, replacing harmful toxins and toxic products from your kitchen to your showers. Plus, you can use to share it with your contacts. As long as our planet suffers, we do as well. When we're not environmentally conscious, we are living an unconscious life. Because we're not separate from the universe, we are one with it. All that you see in nature is connected to you. It is a part of you. If you're not aware of the problems that inflict pain on our environment, then you're not aware of your own suffering. To cleanse ourselves of toxins from the water we drink, we also do a big part to cleanse the planet of toxins. How can you contribute to having a safe, cleaner planet for us and the future generation? Remember, clean water, clean life.